Hey, you're one of us, bud. Ooh, yeah. Cut off my toes and feed them to the pigs. This is Zared Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. And here's my amigo Andy and my compadre Kyle. What up? Not too much here. What's going on? Doing good, doing good. Dude, we got a lot. It's good to be back, dude, in the studio. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been like two weeks. Um, yeah. We a lot's happened. Yeah. A lot has happened. We both, we all three have uh, stories to tell. <laughs> so, uh, well, let's, I, can't, let's I can't really tell mine. Yeah, you can't. I don't. Let's go around I'm, the table. Okay. Actually, no, you, you told me something a while ago about how you, like, um, you texted it in the group chat, something about like, you wanted to live life or something. Oh, uh, that was the dream. I'm not going to talk about that on here. Okay, cool. Uh, well, okay, so, actually, I do have a bit of a philosophy. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I was thinking about this last week when I was kind of, like, by myself and I was doing my thing. Um... Well, before like I really get into it, I'll ask you guys. As a, as a collective society, what really holds us together? We've been through this before. Okay, I, yeah. I said, I said, it's just belief. kind of a group. It's just it's a, a belief in the okay. laws that yeah, we have. Okay, never mind. A need never mind. for survival. Okay, it's been, it's been it's been yeah. than this. Um, but so I'm trying to think of like a story, right? Like a good we've solid got, We've story. got stories. So we, we can start with either Kyle or me. Yeah, I'll think of something. Uh, I think, let's start with you, Eric, because you've been talking about I got, this. Like, I got several things that are on my mind yeah, that I yeah. need to get <laughs> off my mind because I hate some things, um, but life is great. i tell you all what. You have some, when, when you work for yourself, you have some lemons. All right, you get some, you, you get some lemon clients. You know what? And it's real hard to turn those lemon clients into lemonade because they don't really want to work with you. So, I will tell you all this story. This happened to me last. It all began on Monday of last week. <laughs> a Monday of all places. Um, only, only, only on a Monday. So I get a call from a dude, and he's like, "Hey, I need my mulch done. Can you do it?" I was like, "Yeah." Sure, I can do it. So I go over there. That was your first mistake. That was my first mistake, accepting a job from this guy. But I didn't know that yet. All right, listen up. Basically what happened, I went over. I was like, all right, what do you need done? Like, where do you need it? It doesn't look like a terribly big job. And so it was 16 yards. But while we were walking around, he was pointing all these different things out to me. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I want this done. I want you to dig a trench. I want you to like... <laughs> You know, trim up this bush. I want you to do all this my, and stuff. Like and my, I was my like, my granddad who's in World War One. You got to make it look just like that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that kind of yeah, old. basically like he that. Was that fucking old. He, he was awfully and like um. So he he lived in Vermont with his wife and so they're Yankees. Oh, basically, fuck, Yankees. fuck so, off, fuck so off. So they were weird, but they they retired to Savannah, but they were like, it's too hot now, hell, I can't do this. That's not what we sound like. I think it is, honestly. No, it's it sounds like me. We don't have no, accents. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the northeast. That you don't have an accent. You, you, but there's you, no accent in the northeast. You good? I'm good. Are you telling us that we have an accent? You have an accent. You really don't have an okay, accent. Okay, I do have an accent. Man, I'm basic, apparently. All right, all right I'm yeah. gonna continue the story. You just have like hey, a Kyle right. accent. I'm gonna continue the story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue the story. I do have an accent. Anyway, yeah. what happened was, so they were. Um, I was talking with them, and I was so I, I come up with an estimate, and I'm like, okay, uh, six eighty, six hundred eighty dollars to do everything. 
Okay, that's a very fair price given what a lot of other people charge. And I was, and he he looked at me and he was like, six eighty. <laughs> Let me tell y'all what I've never had a client in all my years of doing this that's ever taken a second. I mean, it's ever ever double taked on anything I said. How many years have you like been doing this? I've been doing this for like a year and a half. Okay. It's been a lot. Like you, been you've been around the block. I've, I've been around the block enough to know, you know, what's a decent price, what's not. Yeah. You I, know when you're getting fucked over. Exactly. You know when you're and I know it. what I'm. I always charge the same thing for everyone. Yeah. And then he's like, "All right." So after that, he's like, "Okay, give me the Glenmore price, which is the neighborhood I live in." And I was like, "That is the Glenmore price. <laughs> like that's the price I charge everyone for." I was I broke it down for him. I was like, "Hey, I charge a certain a certain amount per yard to spread plus some for prep work. I'll just break it down for y'all. Thirty dollars a yard to spread plus two hundred dollars for prep work. The difference between a good mulch job and a bad mulch job is the prep work. Okay, weeding, spreading the herbicide, doing some edging. It'll make all the difference in the world. Now, he scoffed at that, and he was like, "Let me give you a call tomorrow." So uh, immediately, I, I should have been like, look, sir, this is my only open weekend until the end of May. I I really should have just said, you know what, no. no, never mind. But I have $665 worth of taxes to pay, and I don't really feel like going below the amount I currently have in my bank account. So no. I need the money. So I'm like, all right. So t- following day. Um, and he was the funny thing was he was super particular about everything. Really. When it usually mm-hmm. clients of mine, they're just like, "All right, what do you charge? You know, what's it gonna take? What are you gonna do? All right, cool. Their hands yeah. off. I'm used to hands they off. They trust you. Yeah. They trust me. This guy, it was awful. So he calls me back the next day. He's like, "Hey, okay, we decided to do it. Um, we'll start Thursday. Mulch will be delivered Thursday. So I go over Wednesday to do some prep work." Yeah. Knock out the prep, feeling good about it, you know. All I have to do left is to, you know, just spread. So, mulch is there. I begin to spread the mulch. His wife comes out. So I, you remember Yogaville? Yeah. Yeah. They gave me Yogaville vibes. It was pretty messed up. Yogaville vibes and Glenmore. Yeah, it was really weird. And so, I'm I'm working and. His wife comes out and she's like, "Hey, uh, while you're here, um, I have these three buckets of lariope. I mean, these are big ass buckets too, freaking freaking giant cauldrons, right? <laughs> witch's cauldron. Witch's cauldron. She look like a witch. <laughs> witch's cauldrons full of these lariope little lariope grasses. She's like, "Hey, I need all of these planted. The fuck? These things are humongous. They're filled with lariope. I'm like, all right. She's like, okay, we'll settle it." Later, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to add on a certain amount. So I think it's fine. So I plant the liriope. Ed comes out, the the husband, and he tells me, he's like, and so they've been fighting the entire day, by the way, by this point. I mean, I can hear it from inside, from from outside, like it's actually bad. And he comes out, he's like, Eric, let me tell you something, son. If you're ever thinking about getting married, go to a nice, quiet place alone 
and think about it until the feelings go away. <laughs> That's <laughs> so fucked up. I could be a quarter of a week. Holy shit. Oh my god, dude. But I tell y'all what, like, I was like, okay. And he's like, um, I have some other projects for you um, that you, you might want to do. Um, I'll come out later and we'll discuss it. And I was like, all right. Sounds like a. So I continued to work. Um, and thunderstorm came and um, I stayed out a little bit too long and I got completely soaked. But I, I went away as soon as the rain really started coming down. Come back the next morning. Okay, early. It's freezing cold out. It's like 40 degrees. And I start working. And then I go, you know, his neighbor comes out. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, you're doing great work. I I really like what you're doing. For the record, I have never gotten a single client who's ever been disappointed. And never, I've never had anyone say anything negative about my work that I've done. They've always been like, this is amazing. This is great. Adam's yeah, I mean, standard. I'm, I'm not trying to brag. That's just what they have said. Yeah, like you, okay? you've done good work for Yeah, me. and so I'm talking to this new potential client who yeah. was like, all right, hey, I have some things. You want to come check them out? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I, I, I go over and I'm talking to him, and I got I got another client. from I got him, which is awesome. And um, But then Ed comes out of the house, and he's like, he, he looks at me. He's like, hey, get back to work. And I was like, what the hell are you talking like, about, you, man? You're not my it's like, boss. I'm not on, he's like, you're not my boss, and I'm not on a clock. Yeah, like, I, I can make connections for two Yeah, minutes. I mean, like, goddamn. I was yeah. talking to this guy for, like, three minutes. And he comes yeah. out, and he's, you know, all over my ass. And he's not paying me no, by the hour. No, he's not paying me by the hour. He's, so, I, I don't do by the hour. I told myself for this season, I'm like, I'm not going to do hourly work, and I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do. Because I work really efficiently and really quickly, and yeah. so I would not make much money at all if I did hourly yeah. and would really suck. So anyway, I look at him, I'm like, yes, sir, just give me one minute. And he's like, <clears throat> he, he like he like shook his head at me and then went inside. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like you old fuck. Oh my God, dude, it's awful. Um, and so you know, I get back to work. Um, and that's when he, he comes out again and he's like, hey, um, I have some more projects for you to do while you're here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you literally just hired me to do mulch. Yeah. And now you want me to come and do like 18 other things. He, he added on things. He wanted me to dig a trench, an irrigation trench, that he wanted me to then fill with rocks and then plant grass seed around it. There was this bush in the back, which, by the way, the bush is probably a good 50 feet long and yeah. about 5 feet wide. And it's all bent over from, you know, the snow that we might have had this winter. And so he wanted me to like, to like bring all the branches from the bottom up and from the from the front back and like time together and so i do what i think he wants me to do right and this will come to play later on in the story so i'm moving mulch i'm moving mulch i'm doing it i'm working hard I'm trying to just get this done because at this point it's getting annoying and um he comes out and he's like hey so about that other work that i that i told you to do like like what do you what do you think and i'm like I looked him in the eye. I was like, look, sir, I was trying to be respectful. Um, as I always do with my clients, I'm always yes or no, sir. And I, w- I told him, I was like, hey, I don't, th- I, I told myself earlier in the season that I wasn't going to do any hourly work and I wasn't going to do anything we- I, don't- I didn't want to do. And at that point, he was like, hey, well, we can do it by a contract basis. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I don't, again, this is a work I don't really enjoy doing. This, all oh, this, everything else that you've added on. Yeah. I have a name and number of someone else who you can contact. 
to get this stuff done. And he was like, when's your nearest, um, when are you next open? And I'm like, I'm booked through, you know, through the end of March, um, end of May, which is true. Yeah. And <laughs> it is. And he's like, oh, well, what, when's your next available weekend? Just call me then. And I'm like, I was like, okay. You can't just tell him. I, can't, I don't I want can't to fucking work him, for no, you. I, I don't want to work for you. Like, I, told, I can't tell him yeah. no at that point. Yeah. You know, which, you know, I... Probably give him a heart to say. Oh, my God. I know. I, I literally was so... It was so obvious that I didn't want to work for him. But he wasn't taking it. But he it wasn't up. taking it. He wasn't... He I wasn't, think he knew. I think he, he knew. knew. He was just... Here's the thing. This guy tried to freaking milk me for every dollar that he spent. And he didn't even want to spend a penny goddamn more. Dude, he read the art of the deal. He was trying to get you, man. <laughs> he was. He's like, I'm going to get this dude down to 250 mm. by the end of this week. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so he comes out a third time. A third time. And he was like, hey. Um, so my brother's with me, by the way. Super hard worker. Really great. Doesn't complain. I pay him well. And he was like, hey, I need, I need you to go in the woods so, and pick up six. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you know, here's the thing, all right? This hill was on a 46 degree angle. I kid you not, we measured I, it. I've seen. We measured seen it. This house, it was yeah. a 46 degree angle that I had to go yeah. down and pick up all these stupid sticks for him, bring them up to the top, and chop them up. Like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? And so he has us mulching these two areas, which we did not plan to mulch, by the way. So we had to go thin. On you know one part of the mulch bed just to, in order to cover these two areas they just wanted us to do apparently that were not part of the plan yeah. so we kept on adding on things and adding on things and adding on. I mean this these are just a few of the examples and then so I go so I finish up you know I'm done mulching and he comes out and I'm like hey just finished up he's like I want to see it before I pay you. You know, and he was like, he he didn't say it like, oh, you know, I want to, no, let's see what he did. You know, I, I want to take a look. I just want to yeah, see. Yeah, he, see he, the he didn't even say it. Like, he didn't you know. say it like that. He said it like, I want to see what you did before I pay you. And that's the pay, like the pay part right. of where he became an asshole. That oh, was like, for sure. That was for like, sure. it was all about sure. money for him. It wasn't about the quality. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. I did a, I did just a fine job as I do in every other place. And he's like, he so he comes out and he looks at the trench I dug for him and he's like. Yes. So the day before, he said that was fine. Today, yeah. it wasn't fine it wasn't. for him. He told me he was like, "You know what? I want you to redig out this trench before I pay you." And I was like, "That is not even but, part of the deal. That why you pay me and, to do mulch." And he has like, the audacity exactly. to demand something that I wasn't even part of. It was just a mulch job. Exactly. That's all I did. It. You know, he wanted me to to um, rake back the mulch a foot from the edge. Like I, I literally, I, I took the time to edge out the bed. From where the grass meets the mulch bed, yeah. and he wanted me to rake it back a foot. I don't know why. That makes no sense to me. And so I, I, I'm like, and then he looked. He went over and looked at the bush that I had just tied up for him, and he was like, "That's not good enough. You need to, you need to do this over before I pay you." He wants it done like a ponytail. I'm like, Son. so I'm madder than the than the Ray Charles with the Where's Waldo book at this point, and. I'm I'm trying my hardest to keep it together because at this point, I'm real I'm I'm pretty pissed off at this point because this guy, all he paid me to do was the mulch. That's it, not a penny more for anything else. And I intended to add on all the things, you know, that I I really should have added on yeah. as an extra charge because that's how you do business, right? Well, yeah, you don't mm -hmm. do more than and you're so being paid to exactly. Do. And so um, I I I go to the car. And 
I tell my brother, I'm like, hey, we still have work to do. And, and he was like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, this guy wants us to you know, redo a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Which, by the way, was excellently done, for the record. And so we get out, and I'm like, look, I'm sorry, man. I'll pay you 100 bucks for the day. How's that sound? He'll be like, all right, cool. So we get back there, and at this point, I'm pissed off. Yeah, you know. You're, so you're... I, I just, I, I take the rope, I tie it around the bush, put on a slip knot, cinch that sucker tight as tight as it can go, and I'm like, you happy? You freaking happy now? Does that work for you? You old fuck. So, he was such a, he was, he was such a, I know it's for real, dude. I'm like, um, so I go up to the house. And I'm like, hey, we finished up. He's like, all right. So he, 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 he says, all right, come in my house. And I'm like, God damn it. I don't want to be here any longer than I have to. So I go in. He's like, all right, who do I make the checkout to? And I'm like, Aaron Adams. And then he's like, okay. It was 6.30. And I was like, no, sir. It was 6.80. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'll take your word for it. And I literally told him, I was like, I'm an Eagle Scout, sir. You should trust my word. You know? You always trust an Eagle Scout. You should. Yeah. I mean, literally, the point, 12 points of the Scout Law. Trustworthy, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. What? That has trustworthy in it, last I checked. And I will be damned if anybody... <laughs> You questions, just, you know, what my, I, my freaking what integrity. Your integrity. <laughs> I swear to God. And here's the thing. Morality. Here's the thing that really pissed me off. And he was like, "Are you sure it was six eighty? I'm like, "Yes, sir." That's what we talked about. You. That's what that's what we agreed on. And by the way, you're getting a bunch of free work. Yeah. And I was like, I I told him I was like, hey, you know, at this point, I wanted to get out of here, so I didn't even I didn't even bother with all the stuff I should have charged him for. Yeah. I was like, I need to get out of here. This is not right. Oh, he wouldn't have paid. No, me. he wouldn't have paid me for it anyway. Yeah. He would have given me. He wouldn't even have given me the check that I earned that we agreed on. He, he wouldn't. Have. He would not have even given me that check. Yeah. And so I was, at this point, I was like, I got to get out of here. This was a massive mistake. Yeah. So I take the check and I run. I book it home and I wait. And so by this point, my wheelbarrow and all my equipment is still at his house. Yeah, you got out too quick. So um, I wait to a cover of darkness and I take my dad's truck. And I zip on over there. I go past his house, like two houses. I put it in park. I, I mission impossible myself around his yard. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm hiding in bushes and, you know, and crawling on the ground and shit. And so I get to the wheelbarrow. And Keeping I get, the mold, ladies. And like, and there were the, the two tools that were laying beside it. And I have to put these tools in without making any noise because otherwise he's going to know. He's going to come out looking for me. And I'm like, I don't want that. You don't want to talk so to I him. So I carefully pick him up. I put him in. I grab the wheelbarrow. And you're like, do bad. I, I, I just like carefully go up his driveway. As soon as I hit the road, dude, I freaking booked <laughs> it to the truck. I was like, God damn. I felt so much better when it was done, though. But, you know, that wasn't even the end of it. Really? Because the following day, he emails me. <laughs> And it, and it said, actually, no, I have it here. Um, I'm, I'm going to bring this up because it, it's, it's worthy of um, release the email address. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Send this guy hate mail. <laughs> it's a Hotmail account. That's the funny part. 
He says, um, Immigrants he, he says, if you haven't raked and applied <laughs> some grass seed in the front of the, in the front and around the back corner, not described to me by the way, will you kindly do so before you leave? If you haven't, I did though. And you know what? He wants me to. He wanted me to come back and spread some more grass seed around his yard. I left him on red. I'm not gonna reply to him, because quite yeah. frankly, he disrespected me. He disrespected my time, and he disrespected my brother. And tell because, him about the brother part. Yeah. Of it. So what happened was later. Um, I think it was the other day. My brother told me he was like, "Hey, when I was out working for this guy, when I was working with you, the other day, um, I was spreading mulch, and he came out." From his deck, and he looked at me, and he was just shaking his head, that's and then he so just went back in. I was like, "That's so like, messed up." Because what? He's like a sophomore. Yeah, that's he? so messed up. Oh my god! I mean, god damn! How, what kind of? How old is he? He's You're, sixteen. Well, six, wait, that's like that's fucked up for a sixteen. He does great. But uh, for the yeah. record, my brother does excellent work, and I trust him. You know, doing whatever I need done. Yeah. No, that's for a sixteen-year-old kid. That's not. That's, that's not right. That's, that's especially if he's doing good this work guy and he's Ed, trying. Exactly. This guy Ed, like an asshole. This guy Ed was so condescending. Yeah. He disrespected my time. He had well, he had zero respect for me or my time, and it just, you know, these are the kind of clients who I just don't care about. I'm not going to reply to him yeah. because I don't want to waste my time with him anymore. And someone who treats you like that. Exactly. That's and time, you know, yeah. I know some people say people deserve second chances. Not this no. guy. Not in this situation. No. Nope. Because, you know, look, in this business, time is money. Yeah. And I'm not going to do something that is just going to cause me stress and anxiety. And while I was standing in his doorway, while he was writing my check, he said, you're going to be back this summer to do pruning, right? You're going to prune my bushes? I couldn't say anything. I just had to say, yes, sir. But you're never going to do it. But I'm not going to do it. No, there's no way. There's no way. And I was just like, God damn I've never had a client so just blatantly disrespect me like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, yeah. they said my work was great or whatever, but yeah, right. For that price, for I bet. Yeah, but for the yeah, that's, it was so that's bullshit because like I, he he hired me to do one thing, put down mm -hmm. mulch and do the mulch job. He had me doing eighteen other things that he didn't even pay me for. Yeah. You know, and I just it 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 really got to me, and you know, I'm just like, you know what, I don't care. And here's one thing about me. I don't take shit from people, and yeah. that's put me in a great position in life. Yeah. And so I'm not going to take shit from this old man either. Yeah. I was like, all right, cowboy, saddle up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't coming back. Do it yourself. But, Bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. but I got a new client out of it, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. And uh, that's that. Yeah, well, that's, that's good, man. Yeah. Um, what are you, uh, What's your story, Kyle? I think we can save that for another day because out of embarrassment for myself, uh, my family, and everyone I know, I can't tell this. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest point i ever been doing math homework. That's what we did. Oh. That's what we did. I don't think I heard that story. Dude, we tell it. Tell it, dude. We don't have to. Like, no, no, we do. Come on. If you don't want to, you don't If you don't want to. Like, we we'll, I'll, I'll give you a little snippet. Let's just say there's a possibility... That there was money evolved in my math homework. Oh, <laughs> don't let your teachers hear this, bud. No. Oh, my lord. Um, for a certain class in 11th grade. Oh, damn. You know what? 
You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you, you gotta, gotta do on the wheels. You gotta make it by, dude. And I, I was I was busy researching for a topic for this podcast. For this, <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> yeah. You wanna tell us the topic? One of you one of you two. Oh which which one oh, are we doing this week? Is it the Oh uh, yeah, we're doing we're, we're talking about cryptids this week. Yeah, like monsters and myths. Yeah, and... like are they real? Are they fake? And like you know, what's your general thoughts about them? So I have so I have a couple stories. Well, none that I've like experienced, but I can tell you from like my where I used to live, uh, Lake Placid, New York. Show up <laughs> um, for any of you that are back home listening. Um, so, cryptids. So ghosts fall under cryptids, technically. Oh, really. They do. do okay. They're like creature I guess like types. if it's I guess, like the Wendigo, so. just like a spirit does. Right, yeah, yeah. Wendigos are also pretty freaky. Yeah. Dude. But, um, but, you know, like spirits. So, there's a big time, like, kind of myth. Like, it's a local legend about the lady in the lake. Oh, I have heard I, that I've one. heard about that. You do tell it. And tell so, it. basically, it's 1932, I believe. Um, this couple goes up to Lake Placid Lodge to get married. And I think it's like the night before her wedding, before the night of the wedding, she disappears. Mm. And they like disappears without a trace. No one ever finds her. You know, they do like search parties, this and that. You know, a couple months go by, they don't find anything. Mm. Fast forward like 60 years, I think. Sure. It's like the early to midnight. It was, like, in the 90s, I think, is when they found her. And they found her in Lake Placid, perfectly preserved, because it was in this really cold part of the lake. And her body and her dress, and she was in her wedding dress. Oh, no way. And she had a um, chain around her neck connected to an anchor. So she she was like suicide. So that's what people don't know, because some people think it was suicide, some people think it's... Um, like her husband killed her. What? Some people think that someone killed her. Why? But yeah, like no one knows. No one's ever gonna know. But they found the body perfectly preserved, and it was like the freakiest thing in the world. And you can't really find pictures of it because, like, I don't think anyone took any pictures. I wouldn't want to take pictures of something like that. There's just and you know, and so, so anyway, so like, but there was always like the town legend about like the lady in the lake and how on like the clearest night, if you look down, you can like see your spirit. That's how you get cursed. That's how you get cursed. Dude, that's creepy. And one of, like, part of the legend is, you know, this was more, like, for little kids, but also applied to some people that really believed it, was that if you swam in Lake Placid after midnight, in certain areas, if you weren't careful, you would get dragged down. Oh. I wouldn't. And she wouldn't kill you, but she would, like, drag you down, like, halfway to like the bottom hmm. and then like let you go and if you couldn't swim you still died basically. yeah basically Holy but like and supposedly people that have gotten pulled down have seen like wisps of hair like the oh end of her God. dress and she just like disappears Damn. Mm. and you know so she's like a passive aggressive spirit passive like me you know she's like she fucks with you she'll just pull you yeah, down and it's yeah, like yeah. I'm not gonna kill him that's that's just creepy because like it's right, creepy. first of all I hate swimming in lakes like lakes are my least favorite place to swim in because yeah. you know there are dead people like dead babies in the lake and like there's just what every, the, every what time the, every time I step in a lake I've ever in my entire life it's always been like 
I put my feet in and like I've instantly stunk into like the most disgusting gross mud ever yeah, and it's like all mud, over it's, dude it's and when you and it, like it goes in between your feet and you can like feel like weird yeah uh, it's just such a gross but feeling. um but I mean but like the whole part of like her dragging you down I mean a lot of people think it's like just people that because Lake Placid's a private lake right and they just didn't want like the local kids to be swimming in it right yeah. so you know there's like yeah. the oh the lady in the lake's gonna get you if you right, yeah. swim in it but yeah. Wasn't there a movie called Lake Placid? No, those movies yes. were cool. They were <laughs> shot in Lake Placid. No, it was about these big ass alligators and it was stupid. Did we three of them, Andy? Like, I think that's just yeah, success. Yeah, it's stupid. And also, there was another story in Lake Placid, and this one wasn't as popular. This was told to me when I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. It was actually about like a Wendigo, supposedly up in the Adirondacks. No. And it was like, and you know, and like Wendigos are native, well, they're not. They don't have to be Native American. They are, the Wendigo originated from like Native, Native American, American folklore, and it was like a spirit. It's a could, spirit that could take like, you over. Right. And it was yeah. well because the whole idea is it was about like cannibalism, and you know if you like eat a person on like a mount like a certain mountain, you would then turn into a Wendigo. If you eat, yeah, because yeah, you're you gonna just go up there and eat a person one day because that's what you do. You know? Yeah, and then you like turn into this like, okay. you know, you transform. You like lose all your hair, your limbs stretch out, mm-hmm. teeth sharpen. And they're, like, really good hunters and this and that. And hmm. It's freaky. I mean, it's like, you know, and... Um, Are there rednecks in the Adirondacks? There's rednecks all in New York. Well, they're not really called rednecks. They're just called people. People. Interesting. People exist in New York. Continue with your story. But, um, yeah, supposedly <laughs> there's, like, you know, cows have gotten, like, eaten, supposedly, by these things. Damn. And, you know, there's, like, stories about, like, these caves, and you'd see, like, these long figurey shadows just zoom in and out and you know and it's like and part of like the legend is you know because it because upper new york wasn't really known for mining i mean up in canada was for like coal mining but part of the myth is like these coal miners would get like trapped down in these mines on like native american land they would then you know get like caved in and then they'd eat each other and then they turn into wendigos and all right, well, uh, here's some uh, natural predators that are in the Adirondack Mountains. Right, you got coyotes, you got black bears, <clears throat> you got mountain lions, you got yeah. wolves. So those could all be... I mean, that's like, like Wendigos don't exist, but it's, no, just, but it's, it's just a fun little, like... Yeah, it's a oh, story. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, yeah. to scare kids with. Um, but, yeah, and then, like... So we had that, and then we had, like, another ghost in, like, Placid Lodge, and it was, like, this girl in the painting that died in, like, Placid Lodge. Mm. And it was, like, it was so, like, it's, I don't remember her name, but it was, like, whatever her name's, like, stairwell. Mm. And supposedly, if you walk in that stairwell at, like, a certain time at night, you can actually, like, hear, like, like, footsteps and, like, giggling, and, you know, you can feel, like, you know, there's, like, no breeze, but you can feel, like, a, you know, like, her hair, like, Running across your arm. Oh my god, dude, that's so creepy. Freaky. That reminds me of um, of something. I think I told you about this, but in downtown Wilmington, North Carolina, there's this there's this um, it's kind of like a museum, like a museum, but it's just it's filled with the most. It's like if you can combine all the worst parts of humanity and put it and put it into one building. Yeah. The feeling you get in there is overwhelmingly just awful. It's filled with like unborn fetuses, two-headed cows, oh. stuffed, and like 
and, and just gross, weird things, you know. And they even have a, a coffin ride. That's, yeah, like, the they coffin. have a legit, like, you can get inside a coffin. And it's a simulated, like, you get in there, and you feel it being carried. You can hear the noises of, like, them digging the grave, and then them burying in the grave. And things like that, they have, you know... It's it's not like eyeballs and you know livers and whatever. It's full on freaking fetuses and like like there's even a like a mermaid skeleton in there. So actually in Cape Fear River, um, there was found this skeleton of something, and it was brought aboard a ship um, yeah. that was in the Wilmington Harbor, and they they brought it into this museum when the boat was deconstructed or whatever, and it was just sitting in the captain's lounge. Apparently, it was is the Cape Fear mer- uh, mermaid. Mermaid, yeah. But like, it's just it was just filled with like the worst parts of humanity. There's just even some it's things disgusting. I don't even want to. I don't even want to think about or say. There's just creepy dolls. There was like this weird. I don't know. It was just awful stuff. It was like human that, faces. Yeah, human face and like. Yeah. It was just a creepy, like weird creature, like animals that should not exist. Really. That were like mutated and stuff. They would stu- they would put in there. That's no, nasty. Like. It was just the worst of humanity put into one place, and I got I got just a terrible pit in my stomach when I was there. And the I coffin like, ride sounds terrible. Oh sounds like God. fun, dude. Like, Getting know. buried alive. That's what my I mom said. My mom said it was awesome. Like I don't think it'd be fun, but mm. I'd want to do it. I'd freak you know? out. I, I'd like okay. bust out. Oh my god, dude! Seat. I I was considering doing it, and then I was like, I need to go outside because this, like, was, this is too yeah. much. It was too much for me, but. Yeah. I don't know that that what you just said made me think of that, you know, because it was all about they had a bunch of that ghost stuff in there. Yeah, and you the know? creepy. And it had a bunch. Of, it had a whole booth that was devoted to um, like local ghosts and stuff that are in like yeah. these different. It had a whole plaque that had like ghosts and their descriptions and what you might do, what it's they like, might do to you in these certain yeah. old historic houses in Wilmington, and it was just. It was I, creepy. It was creepy as hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like but, poltergeists will like kill you. Yeah, and, no, and there was shit about that. It was awful, dude. Yeah. But it's like angry spirits. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. I think like the ideas of you know these like creatures existing. You know, it's kind like, of fascinating. It's fascinating. It's it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Like you know, like take the show like Supernatural. Like right. I mean, that show yeah. like literally. Yeah, but there have been also a lot of like supposed cryptids that have been proven real. You know, like. Well, I got a list of supposed. You know what? This is time for me. Yeah, he got. He got. Kyle got something. Yeah, Kyle's um, got. Because no. then this this may give you closure on Bigfoot. So there's. I have a small list of like animals that used to be cryptids that later, well, were proven speaking, to be. Speaking to your mic more. There you go. I don't want to speak into the mic here. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first off, we have the giant squid. I think we all, I think everyone listens yeah, to all know, you know. I've seen them. But the video was taken in 2004 of like the giant squid on the boat. Yeah, and like uh, recently people are like, oh, they are giant squids, you know. They're cracking, the cracking, yeah. That's what, that's what that's they came That's the basis from. for the cracking, right? Yeah. So now we also have the Komodo dragon. So until like 1910, there are stories of giant lizards on this island yeah. And, pe- and people of Indonesia would tell people, they're like, that's fake. So eventually, Lieutenant Stein von Heisenbrook, that's probably wrong, but Heisenberg. killed one and then brought it back to Europe and showed everyone. And they're like, what? And they started going to this island and like bringing them back and like yeah. experimenting with them and trying to find like missing dragons. links. Because they thought they were like dragons, basically. They thought they were like medieval dragons. Speaking yeah. of missing links, um, what about that? So gorillas apparently 
were supposed cryptids until 1908. And really, Kyle, tell them about their cousin Gigantopithecus. What the fuck? Which was that? basically a Sasquatch. So basically, this is giant. They have bones. It's like a missing, not missing like for us, but like created its own branch. And it's yeah. basically like this giant orangutan that would be on ten feet tall that just walk around. And the reason it went extinct was lack of food. So if we had more food, it could be around an area. It's like proof. That's Bigfoot right there. We have bones of that. And guess oh, yeah. <laughs> and guess what? The description matches perfectly. Oh Hold up, let me actually show um, you this. Let me show you this. Why the hell did you have to mention this? Um, gigant. I don't want to talk about Bigfoot anymore. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to think it's real, but it is real. <laughs> no, because it's we've talked. Check it out. This right, check it out. Check it out. Tell me that in Bigfoot. The prehistoric. It's, it's a there. prehistoric monkey. Yeah. So <laughs> that is exactly it. It did die out, but <laughs> that looks like Bigfoot to me. And that's real. We have bones of that, in fact. Like skulls and... There's people that think Chewbacca's real. Oh my god, no, that's, that's obviously not real. But I mean, look at the size. That's Bigfoot size. Oh my god. You have your proof, Andy. I don't, I don't care about Bigfoot. <laughs> I, I'm really... I will talk about anything else but Bigfoot. Okay, well let's move down the animal cryptid list real quick. There's the platypus. They thought that was sick. So, the story with that one, it... Eric, stop showing me, stop pictures. Showing me fucking Bigfoot <laughs> evidence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the story of the platypus was someone sent one into like a bunch of scientists in Europe and they thought it was fake. Like someone took a duck beak yeah. to like another. They just like stitched an animal together. That actually happened pretty commonly in like the 18th century because people were bored, I guess. Oh, and so like someone, that's like 18th century. Clout. And it took enough for someone to like. <laughs> I'll carry this animal. They made a sketch about it and then some scientists went there, caught one, and they're like. What the hell is this? We still don't know what a platypus is. And then we also have the kangaroo, which the first person to find, the first European to see one, described it as a fox that looked like a demon jumping. So from that description alone, Jersey yeah, Devil. That's kinda, yeah. Jersey Devil. Yeah, that's it wasn't really confirmed until 1770 when someone, they captured one alive. It died on the voyage back to Europe. But then. Yeah, because they. Yeah. And then also know the gorilla. <laughs> was also considered cryptid. So, in like 5th century BCE, a bunch of Greeks were hearing about like these giant apes that were like killing people. They're like, oh, we want to go explore that. So they didn't find any gorillas, but they found like chimpanzees and baboons. And it took until like 1847 for them to really figure out what a gorilla was. Because like they were so isolated. And like, just imagine like a big like creature, Bigfoot. Just, like, in the jungle. Because, like, like, even the locals, like, they knew it was real, but they had no contact with it. Or when they did, yeah. it just killed them. So, it's, like... It just it was... So and, it is, and on their turf, fucking them up. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Speaking of, um... Oh, no. Africa. Oh, no. No, no, no. We're gonna... We're talking... It's not Bigfoot. Better um, be. No, it's not. It's actually something really interesting. So, there have been continuous kind of like speculations that there's this dinosaur like thing in Africa, in the Congo. In like the Congo. deep like deep in the jungle. In the Congo. There's like this thing they call um uh Mocha Mambe. Mem yeah. Mocha You probably fucked that up. I did. I definitely did. Mocha Mambe. But so apparently it is a uh, water dwelling entity that lives in the Congo River basin, sometimes described as a living creature, sometimes as a spirit. During the twentieth century descriptions of this entity um, increasingly reflected public fascination with dinosaurs, including aspects of a particular dinosaur species 
no, um, now known among scientists to be incorrect, and the entity became increasingly um, described alongside a um, number of reported living dinosaurs in Africa from like a bunch of years ago. Basically. From a long time ago. Yeah, so like over time, um, yeah. So essentially, so there are a bunch of expeditions yeah. to Africa to find this thing that was like a dinosaur with like yeah. a long neck, and it would it would swim in the river. And people, you know, people who live, native people who live in, in the area, like, swear on it when they see this thing. Yeah. And apparently it, like, attacks you. Like it, like, it, like, it lives underwater. Like, it's semi-aquatic. And then, like, it'll poke its head out. It has, like, a long neck, you know. <laughs> poke out. Yeah, and then it'll, it'll, like, it'll, like, grab shit. And, like, apparently it's a herbivore. It's, um, no, it's an omnivore. So it'll eat, like, meat and vegetables. It'll eat people. Yeah, it'll eat people. And, like... I don't know, cause there's we discover we constantly discover new things about the rainforest yeah, in like yeah. Africa and South America. They, I mean, we we have not even gone close to starting to explore those areas. Well, yeah, I think we have, it's not completely explored. It's yet. not. I mean, no, we, we've explored not. a lot of it. We but have, but there's there's a there's a bunch there's a bunch of it that we haven't seen. I like think it's like eighty percent that we have not. Uncontacted tribes and all yeah. that. Yeah, and I mean, cause there's just so much out there that we don't know yeah and same with the ocean we oh barely for sure explore for sure ocean. you know we don't know what's down there what do y'all think about about that do you think it's um, like real or do you think it's like because i mean there's some local tribe people who swear by it yeah i mean i think they're not looking for publicity it's interesting to say the least because there's like a, there's a bunch of stories all the world about creatures like Loch Ness or like you know yeah. like, so yeah. it's it's interesting it's, it's plausible you know? yeah. yeah I mean Loch Ness is I think has been proven. Loch Ness is Loch yeah. Ness is fake mm-hmm. that yeah. is fake there was uh, even the most famous picture of Loch Ness is yeah. fake so oh yeah no that was but then again there have been actually a lot of things from that prehistoric era that have survived till today. Like there's a fish, yeah, but most of them are like yeah. really small though. Oh, well, not small. No, there's but, not. Like, like I mean, you have the um, the colacanth, which was a giant fish that people thought were extinct way back when, and then some fishermen caught it off of a pier in South Africa, yeah. and now it's like, oh, it's like okay, that maybe. survived. What else could what it the be? Hell, yeah, there the are hell. plants and stuff that have survived. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, I mean, like I have some in my yard that are prehistoric. Like legit prehistoric species. He's a dinosaur in his backyard. Yeah, like there's this one. There's this one palm tree. I I have a garden of palm trees, <laughs> and one of them, the sago palm, is actually an ancient species of cycad that is native to Japan. Ancient. Was that ever? It survived wait, the ice ever? ages, bro. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. You know, okay, um, Andy, I want to tell you one more creature, quick. The Oklahoma octopus. Oh, what else? So you, neither of you will leave here until you believe in the Oklahoma octopus. And I just want to get your thoughts about the Oklahoma octopus. Well, can right. I tell you what I think it is? Yeah, what do you think it is? I think it's a bunch of inbreds. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like that one Japanese guy that lives in Oklahoma. What about, what about you, Eric? <laughs> one Japanese guy, and they just call him <laughs> Oklahoma octopus. Okay. There you go, name for a um, restaurant. Do you want a more scientific take? Yeah, you know, yeah. So in the Oklahoma, so these three specific lakes in Oklahoma: Lake Thunderbird, Lake Ulaga, and the Egg Tank Killer. I said these completely wrong. Yeah, you did. You, there you, is a legend. Ugalaga. Ugalaga. Talk about that. So a legend that there is a octopus-like creature in the lakes, 
And there is, so this is a theory that this octopus, when like the ocean was flooded, <laughs> was flooded. This is serious. When the ocean was flooded, God, it's super the serial. octopus like swam here, got stuck when the ocean receded, and then when the lakes were connected, when they got unconnected, of course, these octopus got separated in these lakes. And there's Let's... no, okay, there has been no physical evidence, but also there's been no physical evidence of Bigfoot. Actually, you're wrong, Shh. but I'm not going to go into that. Shut so, up. all right, this, all right, to no, me. No, no, let so me finish my octopus. He's an octopus. And so this is the evidence of it. So local people for like year, like not even centuries have claimed to like see this creature like kill people. And there's actually like a really high mortality rate compared to like these lakes to like the rest know. of the United States. Like just in 2018, like a teenager, like they were having fun. He went out with his friends. He jumped off like a cliff in the area, jumped in the water, and then just disappeared. Like just like no splashing, no fight, no like calling from not even like sinking. He just like jumped in the water and they looked back. He was gone. And they've been looking for his body. They still haven't found his body yet. Damn. Like I try to find information, but there so is like, none because his body's just gone. Like he's gone. Mr. Octopus got to him. And, uh, and also, twenty and like I think maybe like Thunderbird a boat wrecked, and it took them. They don't know why the boat wrecked first off, and it took them like a week to find both bodies, and the bodies were eaten, maybe by the fish or by a giant octopus. Dude, fish yeah. don't like eat bodies. Exactly. So. Well, they can. They can like nibble. And, and they, they still do any damage, but they don't know why the boat like wrecked because they're like in the middle of the lake and they just sunk. They just and, like no one uh, else was around, of course, but they just sunk and died. Did and both of, the, both of these men, they're like in their fifties, but they were good swimmers, so they don't yeah. understand like how they just. Okay, died, so there yeah. could be so actually, um, in Central America, there was um, these lakes that used to be connected to the ocean, and when they got cut off from the ocean. They filled up with fresh water instead of salt water. And so what yeah. happened was that the saltwater fish that were in these, um, these newly f- um, formed lakes had to adapt. And so you see these ocean-going fish like tarpon, I mean big game fish um, mm-hmm. in the Caribbean that are just normally saltwater fish just that chilling. are now chilling in fresh water. Yeah. And this is, you see fishermen on these lakes, and they bring them in every day. I mean, these, these things are humongous, too. Yeah. And it's like... It can happen. In fact, sharks, there's certain type of sharks that can swim up river and that can live in, in fresh water yeah, for a certain period of time. Like bull sharks are one. But the, like the, um, the great white sharks in New Orleans in the early 1900s, there's a bunch of like shark attacks. Yeah. And it was like literally like these kids would be swimming in the, um, mm-hmm. in the bayou. Yeah. And these sharks would like come up and like eat. Yeah. Them. So that's probably a bull shark. Um, no, there's a great white apparently. Really? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Because no, a lot of people, so actually great white sharks don't go um, that far into the Gulf of Mexico because they're colder water sharks. And so uh, you have two species, you have the, um, the Pacific great whites and the Atl- North Atlantic great whites. North Atlantic great whites usually stop at around New England. Okay. New England, actually they go down to um, North and South Carolina, but they don't go any far. They might, so they migrate around. Um, actually, sharks are one of my greatest passions. But so what they do in the Atlantic is they migrate from say, um, from the Bahamas. They go down to the Bahamas, and then they go down through South America to the Arctic, up through um, the coast of Africa, all the way up to Greenland and back down the coast. And they circle like that. They circle. They don't go into the Gulf of Mexico Mm -hmm. because it's too hot for them there. The water is too hot in the Gulf. Um, Now, one shark that does, you know, live in these areas that can be confused for it is the mako shark. 
the mako shark does live in the Gulf of Mexico, yeah. and they are known. Um, they're more, but they're mainly oceanic predators. Yeah. So they're mostly out further, further away from the coast. But it's possible to get a mako inshore. Yeah. Um, one shark, you know, in the bayou, there are only a couple of species of sharks that can really go into you know fresh water, and that's the bull shark is the main one. Yeah. Tiger sharks, to an extent, they can go into brackish water, yeah. which is a mixture of salt and fresh. Yeah. So you can have. Um, I mean, it can be mistaken for a lot of different it things. Can, yeah, I mean, and sure. as I far mean, as sure. shark species go, like I mean, the bull shark and the great white shark could not look different, but the mako shark and the great white shark look identical except for the size is completely different. Yeah. Now there is one sh- type of shark up in Alaska. Um, I f- I'm forgetting the name of it right now, but it looks like the great white shark. It's related to it, but it's smaller and it does swim up rivers itself actually to catch salmon. I think they call it the salmon shark. But then you have the Pacific Great Whites, which is a completely different species than the Atlantic because they've been separated for so long. And what they do is they, they migrate from um, California. They, they actually they go around there, and they go out to Hawaii, up to Alaska, and then back down to Baja, California, essentially. So, I mean, you're looking at pictures of bull sharks right now. And stuff, well, so right? I'm looking at, like, the shark attacks. and it, Okay, so I misplaced it. It's actually in... Um, New Jersey. I got completely. Oh, that's there. that's great whites, and that that's that's great whites. Yeah, that's great like, whites live in New- what time of year? Uh, it's. Let me see. It would have to be summertime that they're up. They're up. Yeah, it was. Uh, were a series of shark attacks from July first to July yeah, 12, yeah. So that's yeah. So that, that's great whites. Yeah, that's crazy. Though. Most likely great whites. Yeah. Which there's a lot of misconceptions about sharks, and one of them is that they're voracious man-eaters, which I'm here to disprove completely they're not. They're really, really not. They're misunderstood creatures, and they will not attack you unless they are provoked. And when they go in, so sharks are curious creatures, and what, what they're going to do is they're going to go in and they might bump you, and they go for an investigatory bite, which they don't mean to do harm. But they don't have hands. It's like a sample, you know? Yeah, like, it's like a sample. Yeah, yeah, but you know, sample. Bu- like buffet, you don't take yeah, a little, little yeah. bite. You got to take a little bit of something. But, you know, they, they don't mean, you know, to eat. Humans are not part of their diet. And the reason that, you know, surfers often get attacked by great white sharks because is like because a, they look like a seal from the surface. Like and the sharks are, what they do is these sharks, they start from the bottom of the ocean. And they, they circle. They circle around a group of seals that are on the surface. Yeah. And what they're going to do is they're going to go straight up from the bottom. They're going to go straight to the top. And they're going to try and, you know, just Get nail it. it in their mouth. That's why you see them jumping, yeah. you know. And, and then that's how, they, that's how they get their prey. They're ambush predators. So if you see them, they're not going to go after you. That, yeah. That's great white sharks. A lot of other sharks, they just kind of go in for investigatory bites, whatever, you know. And they don't, they, we don't taste good to them. Humans don't taste good to sharks. <laughs> and so they spit us out almost immediately. Rarely do you ever hear of a shark that goes back for seconds. Yeah. Unless it's a tiger shark or a bull shark. Bull sharks are the most aggressive shark species on this planet. Really? They are they make great white sharks look like your you know, your happy old grandma, you know. And because bull sharks will go in to rivers, yeah. you know, they're going to the Chesapeake Bay, which is a brackish, you know, water system, and they will kind of just eat they're just they're just hunting you know and they they don't again bull sharks as well don't tend to eat people 
Yeah. Um, but they will go in for investigatory bites once or twice, you know. Yeah, they're like, ooh. And they're like, oh, this is food. You know, because they kind of travel around you, whatever. Tire sharks are, are very interesting because they migrate from the Gulf of Mexico up the East Coast. Yeah. Um, in the summertime, they do. And they stick to the coast, and they eat everything. And I mean everything. People have found tires, license plates, radios, which are still on, by the way, and human remains, cows, cats, dogs, you name it, they've eaten it. It's really, really weird. But tiger sharks are the most um, interesting eaters. They, they, they They will literally eat anything. It's crazy. Awesome and those are the type of sharks that you want to watch out for. The tiger sharks and the bull sharks. The rest of the sharks, you can they, they'll leave you alone. And I can tell you from experience, I've swam with sharks several times. Yeah. And in fact, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to go swim with some more. I'm um, in the Florida Keys. And they're, they're docile. They, yeah. they will not harm you unless you harm them. The number one reason for attack for sharks is human provocation. Like if you grab their tail, they don't have a backbone. They can whip right around and just nip you, you yeah. know, in the hand. I mean, if you if you you grab my leg, I'm gonna try to swat you away. Yeah. That's what they do. When people hunt them. Exactly, and, it's know. so wrong because there's a stigma around them that was it's less so now, thank God. But way back in the 70s and the 80s, they were being killed by the millions. You know, and inhumanely in places even today, there there are massive fisheries yeah, going on with these sharks. All they do is they fin them and they release them in the ocean and they don't have any fins so they sink to the bottom and they need water to go through the gills to survive and so they, they just, just die. die. And it's such a waste yeah. for shark fin soup. Making fin soup. And it's, it's awful, but I'm going to save my environmental rant for later. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to say, uh, damn, what have, how long have I been ranting about sharks? Because it's, it's evidence for the Oklahoma octopus. Oh Okay, anyway. Because it shows that an octopus, we don't, okay, scientists don't know if an octopus could like adapt from salt to what, from like salt water to fresh water. But looking at evidence of many different species, it is definitely a possibility, especially if it's like been there for so long. And this fish is just chilling. This octopus is just chilling. In the middle of the. So there, there are freshwater octopus. (laughs) <laughs> and, like, just, yeah, just, I mean it's possible. I think it's possible, it's possible yeah. that they've they were like but they're descendants. Like super tiny though, so it doesn't really matter. Eric, how does that make you feel that Oklahoma octopus is possible to Andy, but then Bigfoot is just out the way? It doesn't make sense because it's, it's logical. <laughs> oh my gosh, these... G- we we have Gigantopithecus. How can you argue? You can't argue. You have bones of that. You got physical evidence of that. Yeah, but they were confirmed to be extinct. Yeah, but they're real. They were real. Bigfoot's not. Okay, Bigfoot is the same thing. No, just, it's just to yes, throw like a is. little cog in the oh. same like location oh, where like right. most of like the Bigfoot sightings are. People also believe in bat squatch. What the fuck is bat squatch? Bigfoot what the hell with is bat Bigfoot. Squatch? So basically, bat squatch is a flying cryptid who people have described the first sightings in the 1980s basically as Sasquatch with bat wings. What the hell? And That's people, terrifying. people like will like die on it. Like, the that makes most me think recent sighting was in. Moth. That's another good one. That's, yeah. Yeah, it was in 2014, where in like at a high school, people like were on the football field. They saw they saw like this black mass like fly or flying around the football field. <laughs> it's Batman. They claimed it was like nine feet tall, and they started chasing them, and they Ooh. they ran off. Yeah, like the, that was the most recent one. Like that was one in 2011, and like a bunch in the 1980s. Like people like. Le- 
I won't say like it's fake. People like really believe like Bat Squatch is real. <laughs> like they believe it more than Bigfoot. I don't know. That doesn't sit right with me. Bigfoot with wings scares you? No, it just doesn't sit right with me. Like I don't think it's. I, I can't see it being real. <laughs> yeah, you that believe doesn't in make sense. Yeah, you believe in Bigfoot. That doesn't. No, uh, Sasquatch's wing. It might be something completely different. Maybe. Maybe Mothman and his Moth- cousins. Oh, let's talk Mothman about you, Mothman. Awesome, that you see, that would be something that it could possibly be. So West Virginia. Eric, 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 I'm gonna Mothman. tell you this now. Mothman is fake. That I is think, the one cryptid on this list. I will tell you 100 is fake. I don't really believe in Mothman too much. I think it's. I don't know, but there's there's always a, a root to these stories. Some of them are fake, obviously. Um, but <laughs> yeah, why is Trump talking about the Mothman? <laughs> <laughs> Because Mothman is... Well, they do have, like, a festival for Mothman now. Yeah, yeah just so it'll stay away. Somewhat Mothman to replace Confederate statues. What the... See, the Mothman is fake or racist. Which one would you rather believe? Oh, my lord. I think... Um, He's... <laughs> um, Mothman seems whack to me. Well, yeah, because I know Mothman... Um, I think that Mothman, flying Sasquatch and, and the Mothman are like tied together somehow. But Mothman is different because they people like so Mothman was first sighted in 1967 by a couple. They were like by this like abandoned military base and like it chased them apparently. Like they drove oh, and it started chasing them down. Yeah, yeah. And people went to go hunting for it. There was a couple other sightings, but people reported on like you know like the story on the bridge. Right. And then right. like a day or a couple days later, the bridge collapsed. That's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bridge yeah. Believe that Mothman is like a dude, that's angel crazy. or like demon that just like comes in to warn or like he's it's like, like an omen. Okay, okay, like an so, omen, so that yeah. could possibly be something different. That could be more supernatural then. Oh yeah, because there's a thing about um. There's a picture of Mothman, supposedly. Yeah, he was there right before a bridge collapse. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh shit. Supposedly, yeah. he was hanging up there, and then the bridge collapsed, and like a bunch so, of people died. Don't do you think that could possibly be? Um, it could be like an angel slash demon warning people. Supposedly, supposedly. I mean, but, but there's like there's be. a bunch of reports of Mothman like attacking people. So like, um, according to a Georgian hmm. newspaper and Rush. In the Georgian newspaper, Russian UFOlogists claim, so, like, a lot of people believe Mothman is also an alien, so that's why, like, a UFOlogist is, like, investigating this, that people claim to see Mothman, like, a couple days before, like, the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. Yeah. So he's, like, all over, dude. Yeah, like, people have claimed to see him, like, all over the world, but, like, the reason I believe it's not real is because these reports come out, like, after, like, the big West Virginia one. And so a lot of these reports could be just like, you know. Right. Yeah. And the reason I don't, I discredit the 1999 Russian apartment bombings is because there's only one newspaper of them. And like, not like dozens caught. Like, claiming. only West Virginia. Like, there's papers all over the country at that the time covering about. Mothman. Hmm. But now, like, only Russia is like one paper. It's like, oh, there's Mothman. You know. Oh, so like, like, weird stuff goes on. Maybe he's communist. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think if, if, um,. If if Mothman is more supernatural, I would believe it more. But I don't. I can't be sure about that one. Yeah, I don't really. Believe, I, don't I don't really know. believe. And just because also there's been like so many hoaxes of Mothman. Yeah, that's like, true. There's people that like, like dress up as Mothman, like yeah. hanging on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And, and also like in West Virginia, there's like a type of bird that could, like that's around the same size. Oh, well, that would make no, sense. No, like then. it's not huge, but like in the sky, yeah. it looks yeah. like. Oh, that would like, make sense. And it shines yeah. like it has glowing. 
it's like a type of bird, but like that's the main theory. That's like, the main. That right, scared yeah. him, and like yeah. the also the theory is like it's an alien or like an omen to warn people like what's that's to come. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, so that makes sense. That's you know, that, that 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 makes. I don't see Oklahoma octopus, but it's got nothing on that. that you know, I don't know that <laughs> there. Um, let's see what I I have one. I have a couple actually. Alright, here all right, here's one that um intrigues me. Alright, the lizard man. Separate from reptilian people, which I know you wanna talk about, Andy. <laughs> oh, Mark Zucker, like the elite. Yeah, or... So alright, I right, before we get into people. conspiracies, which I don't know. Um so <laughs> this this one's actually more close to me because Lizard Man, so in folklore of uh, Lee County, South Carolina, the Lizard Man of um, Scape or Swamp, um, also known as the Lizard Man of Lee County, um, is an entity said to inhabit the swampland of the region, first mentioned in the late 1980s. Um, the the reported sightings um, and damage attributed to the creature yield a significant amount um, of evidence to the newspaper, radio, television history. All right. Let me actually tell y'all what happened. So, this was not too long ago, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. There was so I mean, you could, this is a full on. This was a full on like news report of this couple um, that went out to their car one day, and it was bit up. Like the front end of it was legit bit, like bit up all good. Like let me show you all the pictures of that because. That was actually insane when I saw that. And this is supposedly the lizard man. Yeah, lizard man. So, li- is there like do, do people know what he looks like? Yeah, yeah. So they um, it, it's kind of like an like an alligator, but on um, its hind legs. Yeah, like an sounds, alligator on its hind legs. You know here's like here, small here. alligator legs are. Yeah, that. Hmm. I'm showing them a picture right now. It was like a bit of yeah. So you can see on the picture. Yeah, I mean you see you see teeth holes in the front of the car. You see it all scratched up. You see parts of the front hood bit off. Um, oh, here's a better here's a better view of it right there. Oh wow. Yeah, I check that out, dude. So the lizard man, apparently, it looks so it um, I have an appearance just like. Somewhere, I think. I do not. Um, let me f- find a picture of it real quick. So they have some. So this is fairly recent. Um, and there aren't many pictures of it, but there's some blurry photos. Um, but basically, I'm gonna give you all the history of the lizard man. And it's weird, isn't it? So, um, on July 14th, 1988, Lee County Sheriff's Office investigated um, a report of a car damaged overnight while parked at a home in the area of Brownstown outside of Bishopville, um, South Carolina, um, on the edges of the Scape Ore Swamp, which, by the way, one of the largest swamps in South Carolina. The car reportedly had tooth marks and scratches with hair and muddy footprints left behind. Okay. Sheriff Winston uh, (laughs) Truesdale noted um, this was the start of various claims that eventually, um, you know, scaled into a story about the lizard man in the swamp. 
uh, prompted by the news um, of damaged vehicle, a 17-year-old kid, Christopher Davis, reported to the sheriff's office that his car was also damaged by a creature that he described as green, wet-like, about seven feet tall, and had three fingers, red eyes, skin like a lizard, snake-like scales, two weeks prior. That's quote, by the way. That's weird. And um, so that's kind of freaky. Yeah. Lizard man might be coming for you. Maybe. Lizard oh, my man. God, dude. So according to Davis, he was driving home from work, um, from working the night shift at a fast food restaurant when his car got a flat tire. After fixing it, um, he saw a creature walking toward him. Davis got in his car and began to drive. The creature was soon on top of his car, and he applied the brakes, causing the creature to roll off the car, giving Davis enough time to escape. Coverage by the newspapers and the media resulted in increased um, attention for his claims. Local businesses began selling Lizard Man t-shirts, and the local Chamber of Commerce encouraged the media's attention as good for the community. <laughs> um, the increase in newspaper and media publicity prompted further reportings of the sighting. Hell yeah. Yeah. And um, the area soon became a tourist attraction for visitors and hunters. Local um, radio station um, offered a uh, million dollar reward to anyone who could capture the creature alive. On August 5th, um, year not stated, oh, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at um, Shaw Air Force Base, reported, um, filed a, a police report alleging that he had encountered the lizard man on Highway 15, um, and he had shot, it, shot and wounded it. He presented several scales of small quantity of blood as evidence. Orr recounted this... Um, account two days later when he was our uh, I can't read that word what I forgot how to read for a second so basically um, he was interrogated for unlawful carrying of a pistol and the misdemeanor um, of filing a false police report oh because they thought it was they thought it was fake so according to Orr he'd actually hoaxed the sighting in order to keep stories about the Mr. Lizard Man in circulation. So, there's a bullshit fake. story. Hold so up, hold fake. up, hold up, hold up. There's more. Reports of the creature gradually declined um, at the end of the summer. Uh, local law enforcement officials speculated that the sightings were likely to have been a caused by a bear, which makes zero sense. Um, in 2008, CNN mentioned the Lizard Man um, legend in a story uh, about a couple in Bishopville, South Carolina who reported damage on their vehicle, which I just showed you guys. Including bad. blood and traces of, like, scales and stuff. So the blood traces were subsequently found to be from a domestic dog. That's weird. Um, though the local sheriff's office said it might have been a coyote or a wolf. Um, in 2015, local television station featured photos of the lizard man um, that were allegedly taken by individuals in um, August 2017. The South Carolina Emergency Management Division sent a humorous tweet, quote, regarding possible paranormal activity, unquote, during the solar eclipse, remember, um, that passed over the area, uh, hinting at the people of Lee County and Sumter County uh, that they should remain vigilant for sightings of the lizard man. What do y'all think? I think the Oklahoma octopus is more real. <laughs> so first off, they're like, it's a hoax. Like one of the last cases, I don't know. Like, I think it's, 
What about that car that was all bit up? They, well, they said it was dog. Well, it doesn't make sense though. Yeah, no. but it's just like I think the reason it's so discredited is because like that one of the last big signs was a hoax. And then, like, <laughs> after, like after that, they just tapered off. And then actually, a really funny picture of it. It's just basically, like, yeah. you know what tiny like alligator legs are like that running on its tiny. Yeah, legs. apparently there's this dude. There's this dude who was on the highway, and um, like he, he his car crashed, and he saw this alligator. Which by the way, alligators are super numerous in that area, but he saw um, an alligator get up on its hind legs and like chase him. Yeah, so right. this is a picture. That's obviously. <laughs> Is that Godzilla? <laughs> it's Godzilla? Apparently that was taken by a, uh, a lady coming out of church. About to lie in front of God. Okay, well, I think, I think we have enough of the lizard man. Oh, you said lizard man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> lizard man was trying to find Jesus. Scary as hell, dude. Lizard man found religion. Uh, actually, so on the same topic of like reptilians and stuff, there was um. Well, there's actually there's this guy who was um. So before you get into what you're saying, there was this one more story that kind of relates to the lizard man, but it was in the Appalachian Mountains of North Carolina, and this guy was um. He was in the woods. He was camping. Yeah. And he woke up. He was woken up in the mor- in like the middle of the night, um, by like footsteps and like weird noises in the bush. And when he woke up, apparently this lizard man was like running towards him. <laughs> And so he gets up and he runs all night long until he finds a road. And then he's picked up by this Native American dude. And this Native American dude's like, what happened, dude? And the guy was like, I was chased by this weird lizard thing. And the Native American said to him, you're lucky it was only one. Done. He's like, fuck up. He's probably like, oh, this stupid white boy. Yeah. Wait, wait, did he fall asleep in the swamp? Like, wait, what? No, he's yeah, camping. he fell asleep in the mountains. He was camping outside. Okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah. What were you going to say? Lizard people. Well, okay, so... This isn't really about lizard people. This is more like just... It's a, it can be described as a cryptid. It's more of like an urban legend. Mm. It's the bunny man. What the hell are you talking about? So I was doing research while you are going on your rant about uh, yeah. sharks. So supposedly in 1970, in Fairfax, Virginia, actually... What? We should go Ooh. visit this thing, I the bunny man yeah. bridge. But supposedly this, like, this Air Force lieutenant and his fiance were walking back from a party, and they parked in this field, right? Mm-hmm. And supposedly, you know, they got in their car, and then all of a sudden they look to their right, and they just see this guy in a bunny suit charging them with a hatchet. Mm-hmm. Or supposedly it was a big-ass bunny on time leg, and it was running. That sounds like the um, the... Creepy clown sightings a couple of years ago. Yeah, but so, but this guy was like with a hatchet, smashes up their window, um, and it goes, and I don't think either of them were hurt. And, you know, the guy was like, oh, you know, it's, it's totally a bunny. It's totally a big ass bunny. And then the woman was like, it goes along with it for a little while, and then she's like, but it spoke. It's a guy in a bunny suit. Well, yeah, but apparently it didn't even look like a. She came out um, a couple months later, and it turns out the guy was wearing a cap rouge. Do you know what a cap rouge is? I do not know what that is. I'll show you a picture, and you're going to laugh at this. All right. 
And this is in Fairfax County, Virginia in 1970. This Remember is local. You know? This is like local. Rather local. Like Eric could walk out in his backyard and then boom. This Bunny man. Lizard guy. man. Bunny man. <laughs> Lizard man. Fairfax is like two hours away though. Yeah. Two hours north. So what does that look like to you guys? This is what oh. she described. Yeah. Um, so a guy came out with a hatchet wearing that. So that's basically a KKK uniform. It's the KKK. Dressed up as a bunny. What in tarnation? And then supposedly the same thing happened like 10 days later. But it was in a, it was like an actual bunny hood. Don't do jerks, kids. It's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, oh, I guess just to I guess maybe wrap up this discussion of cryptids real quick. Do you want? Do you have more? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm fixing to find something. Are you fixing to find? Chup- oh, let's talk about chupacabra. That's oh, like that's okay. something we need to talk about. That's I think. So one. the chupacabra, besides the Oklahoma octopus, is probably a cryptid I believe in, just because. Yeah, I believe just in. Just different like theories I really like. You know? Yeah, it's probably just some. So actually, boy. chupacabra, um, it's Spanish for goat sucker. <laughs> so it's a legendary creature in the folklore of parts of the Americas, um, with sightings reported um, in Puerto Rico. That's where it, like kind of originated. Um, but it was yeah. it was reported as more of a vampire esque creature that drank that drank the blood of livestock. Um, physical descriptions of the creature of the creature vary. It's um, reported um, a it's like a heavy creature similar to a small bear. Um, Anything from that to a dog to a, um, like a like a actual like reptilian type thing, mm-hmm. you know. They're, so originally in Puerto Rico, they were seeing like the lizard thing, but then we get out into Mexico and like into Texas and stuff. It. it turns into more of a mangy dog, yeah, you know. And so, um, sounds like a wolf hybrid. I f- you know what? I feel like it's so. Here's the history. Um, the first reported attack was in March in uh, 1795 in Puerto Rico. Eight sheep were discovered dead, um, with each three with puncture wounds in the chest area, reportedly um, completely drained of blood. A few months later, in August, an eyewitness named um, I'm gonna butcher this name, Madele. You know what? I'm just gonna skip that. <laughs> person reported seeing uh, the creature in Puerto Rico town of Canovanas. Canovanas. Um, as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed. Mm. So beyond that, kind of immigrated over to Mexico and to the southern United States, um, Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, California, and... I, so I, I think it has more basis, but I, I think what mm-hmm. people might have been seeing in Puerto Rico was different than what they might have been seeing in Texas. It sounds like just the because it, it. I think it's more of a like a like a four legged mammal type thing, like a really mangy dog. Like it, it kind of sounds like a dog. Yeah, you know? it kind of sounds like really yeah, like, like a really mangy, like, like fucked weird. Up, but like also like I think it depends. So like. In 2010, the University of Michigan like confirmed that all the cases in the United States of chupacabras, all of them were like a mangy coyote or dog. Yeah, yeah that like makes a... sense. But also, but like in Puerto Rico, like the place originated, they describe it as like a reptile, not even close. Yeah, so it's to completely dog. different. It's you know, different, it's different. And also, like when when all these people are being attacked in Puerto Rico and like Central America, they gathered 300 of like all of like 
All the victims got like 300 livestock that were killed by the chupacabra. And a veterinarian analyzed them. And he couldn't confirm how they were killed, but he did say that these animals did not like bleed out. Like no one didn't just like cut them open and like let them die out. Like the, these blood, animals, was like, the blood was like sucked from them. Yeah. That's how like the blood left. But them that's kind of weird. Yeah, Some I think of... it's so interesting seeing like the difference between like obviously like, in America it seems to be just mangy dogs, but then like you go to Puerto Rico where the cases originally were, it seems to be something like I don't know, just something lizard like. Yeah, definitely yeah. whack, dude. For yeah. sure. We've been talking about this for like an hour. It's crazy. Yeah. It's cool. yeah. All right, y'all. Um, do you want to move on to media? Yeah. Oh, let me talk about media. like my Virginia cryptids. So, oh, like, do it, brah. So yeah. just like I got a couple stories gathered up, like the Virginians out there, a couple cryptids real quick. All right. Um, so in Chesapeake Bay, there's Chessie, Loch Ness, oh, Chessie. Yeah. Snake-like creature. We had a thing up in New York called Champ. Oh, yeah, Champ. It was was Lake Champlain Champlain. version of Loch Ness. I'm going to tell you this now. Chessie, probably in Rio. But there were sightings in the 1930s, 60s. And the first one was in the 1840s. But the most were in the 70s and 80s. And a reason the the sightings spiked during that time, a nuclear power plant was made in that area. So people started saying, oh, there's that, but... It's been theorized as just like or fish or like just some other type of like big fish. Just yeah, I mean or or fish are they were originally the cause of like suspicion for giant serpents. Mm-hmm. And yeah. but really they're just it's a very it's very rare to see one near the surface because they're mainly very deep water creatures. But they are they're huge. I mean they're they're really long, mm-hmm. like silvery slender fish that would look like sea serpents to the untrained eye. But they're super rare. Yeah. So. yeah. But my favorite story. This might hurt your big foot. No, Theory, Eric, Andy, but let's... So, Bigfoot is lost, one of the best-known cryptids. In the fall of 2015, in Bedford County, a woman called 911, which with claims that she saw one carrying, like a Bigfoot carrying offspring. And according to news stories, the baby was described was looking like Chewbacca. <laughs> it looked like cheap limple. Like, exactly, looking like Chewbacca. That you is know, Chewbacca. And the woman yeah. even claimed to, like, see footprints... But sadly, when police investigated the area, there are no footprints. I haven't even, like, no. the area where it was, there was no mud. So, so footprints many fake Bigfoot things. But this was a fake case, sadly. There was no footprints. There wasn't, like, no sign of, because where she, like, described it running, they had to run through bushes. Like, there was nothing, like, there was no sign of anything running through there. Right, yeah. And I think the ones that were just, like, looking like Chewbacca. Looking like Chewbacca. <laughs> I, got, I got a picture. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> 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 yes, that's what it looked like. <laughs> and real quick, there have been reports of the famous one, Jersey Devil. Oh, you know, that's that. a famous crypt. I don't think we need to get too far into that. Nah. But um, in Northern Virginia, there was a couple of cases of the Jersey Devil. And so they were more like cases where like, oh, with the spike is, people started claiming it too. So these right, cases are probably yeah, fake. Yeah. And this was safe in Northern Virginia. It's kind of boring, but hey, Bigfoot ain't going to clap your cheeks in. <laughs> <laughs> Although he might. <laughs> he might come out of the like a rope chip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh! Have mercy. Oh, y'all, that's been a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you want to move on to? Um, we go, we, our, we our go media. from talking about the meaning of life to this. Yeah. <laughs> we were not talking about anything related to the meaning of life. Well, like in past episodes. Oh, for sure. Hey, this is what I'm saying. Is we go from that to this, yeah. and then we go back to like It's series. a variety show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Um... 
So our media of this week is the TV show on Travel Channel, Monsters and Mysteries in America, which you can find you can find a lot of these cryptids on like episodes of that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It keeps me up at night. That's why I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> and like, they do a better job than us in describing the oh, history. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm just going to tell you this now. Every person is a old white man that's been living out in the boonies for like 30 <laughs> plus years. Yeah, exactly. as evidence. Yeah, but they do I mean, do a good job of going to history of like each cryptid. Yeah, I think yeah. like episodes like three cryptids. Episodes yeah. like that. They do a so. real good job. And they uh, go to like the locations and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's creepy, honestly. Give me nightmares, man. Honestly, but some of the things on there are fake. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all played up for fun. Oh, for sure. Fun. Yeah. But what do y'all think of this show? Because it, it, I just think it's really, it's really good. It's a, it's a good show. It's a well-made know? fiction. Yeah, yeah, it's entertaining. It's, it's you know, entertaining. I think, yeah. I think with a lot of those shows, it's just people just having fun with it. For sure. Definitely. You know, you're not really, you're yeah. just supposed to suspend your discipline. Right. I just love, like, every episode has, like, a different variant of, like, Sasquatch. Yeah. And yeah. Like, like, this first one like, was Sasquatch, then we got Skunk Squatch. Then we got Which is actually, it's the skunk ape of Florida, so it's kind of real. We don't get, that's another episode. We're not getting, we're not we're getting, we're, getting, we're, we're like, we already did our big episode. We can episode. do like three episodes about like cryptids. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of the, of the North Carolina one. I was always taught it growing up. It was like, don't go into the swamp or else the, what is it called? It was such a good name too. Um, I need, I need to look this up. This is actually, um, yeah, but it's it's pretty. Yeah, it's a good show. Like um, I would say, like Dasai's like when they do like um, creatures or cryptids like the Native Americans, they don't really focus too much on like the Native American culture. But it's it's entertaining. It's you know? yeah. they're not being offensive about like oh Native Americans. Or, like, oh, they're full of shit. No, it's like, just it's... They're, they're just exploring cryptids. They're they're having fun. They're poking fun at it. You know. Yeah, they're not like it's not a serious show. I think yeah. they in in North Carolina they also call it the skunk ape. The skunk skunk ape? Ape. Yeah, because they have swamps, and it's like all in there. <laughs> so, yeah, all in there. It's all in there. Yeah. That must be what it is. Alright, um, let's move on to a quote of the week, which um, is, there's nothing scarier than loving someone. Nothing scarier than what? Than loving someone. It's deep, deep quote. It's deep quote. It's true. It's because, I mean, because yeah. you, you give so much to someone like loving someone basically is is giving them the power to destroy to destroy or, you and hoping that they don't. And also, there's love and different like love and a family like for, like yeah. friendship uh, for sure. Like, yeah, and, like you're saying yeah. Like for me, I turned as like grief. You know, like you can lose right. that person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, like, it, I, I understand you're like heartbroken. Kind right. Of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, I heard a quote. Like, one of the greatest definitions of love is giving someone the power to destroy you yeah, and, and then praying that they don't use it. Yeah, that was... So... I don't know, because I've gone into it before, but I think with love, it's... You know, there's different kinds of love. There's, like, friendship love, there's romantic love, yeah. there's, you know, family love, this kind of deal. I think, you know, each have their own, you know, ups and downs and... Are you saying love more in like... I think love more and more than romantic Romantic sense, sense, yeah. I think... So, I think love is a sense of security. Right. Because like, you know, and we've talked about this, is like, you know, when you're, you know, like, you know, late at night, you're in bed and you're cuddling. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're... (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, you're holding that person. And, you know, you kind of look down and you're like, I know that she loves me. 
I know that she's going to care for me. I know that she's going to love me unconditionally. She's going to she can know the worst thing about me and still love me. God damn, that's what. And that's you know, and that's like it's it's amazing. And you know, it's the most amazing feeling. I mean, we've all felt it. Yeah. You know, it's the best feeling in the world. You wouldn't give it up for anything. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, it's it's all about how you go about it. And I feel right. like with love, love isn't meant to be feared, because fear is fear and love is love. That's true. I feel like, you know, you you roll the dice on, you know, you lose that person, something happens. But I feel like instead of worrying about what might happen, you just focus on the present. That's a good take. Yeah. yeah. Like, I took it more as, like, a family thing. Like, I think it's just a perspective on, too. It's, like, you know, a love between, like, a parent and a child. Like, right, that, yeah. like that love is, like, I would say it's, like, is it even different from, like, a family bond? Okay. Because this is, like, it's so deep. Because, like... None of us obviously have experienced that. Maybe Eric, we don't know. <laughs> no, but see, like that's such a deep, like a connection you can never, you can have it a lot. Like, I don't he has like a, a second child, but like that's like a connection you have with those people, like whoever your children are, and like yeah. if they die, and like not even if they pass away or something like that. But if they just, it's like if they are not even hurtful, like you know, teen, you know how we are teenagers, yeah. like we can be hurtful, yeah. like you know that type of love that needs to like endure, mm-hmm. you know, endure so and kind of love. It, yeah. There's definitely. The kind of love between a mother and a child is insane. Yeah, you know, like that's the deep, that's the. I, I yeah. would say that's the deepest love that there is. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, know, beyond because romantic love comes and goes, but you know, and hopefully comes and stays one day. Yeah, but well, so that love familial love, them, though, right. unfortunately, in some cases, just doesn't exist with some people. That's yeah. true. They can yeah, have kids but not love them, and it's really fucked yeah. up. Oh, for sure. But it's. It, sometimes it's like doesn't mm-hmm. stick or doesn't yeah. whatever. And that's you know. horrible. It is. Yeah. It's but the worst feeling. I think that's like the beautiful thing about love is that you can have love with like any. It doesn't matter who they are. They fan. You can have like you can have like a bond, like a loving bond with any person. But also like that's a sign that it can be broken with any person. Like you can lose connection to either mother or father. Right. You can lose connection yeah. to your family or like just break up with somebody. Or like, a boyfriend or girlfriend. That's the beautiful or... part. Like you can have love with anybody. Any anything or anybody. Yeah. Well, anything. Bigfoot too. Sorry, you, you'd let Bigfoot flap your cheeks. <laughs> no, I would not. I'm dominant. I can't let that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I don't know. When I heard that, it got me thinking. Because, yeah. Gosh. If I could be, like, vulnerable for, like, a second. Like, I was in a bad relationship for, like, two years, you know? And I got out of it, like, over a year ago now. And only now am I willing to... To take that chance, that kind of chance again with someone. Mm-hmm. Only now am I, I'm fixing to start thinking about that kind of thing again, that kind of like love. But I think it, at this point in my life, it's not really the smartest thing in the world for me because yeah, I'm, with, I'm, I'm with college and with where I'm at in my life. And, you know, but a lot of it, you know, for a long time, I was, I was very close to it. Um, because I was hurt. Yeah, you were very hurt. Very yeah. hurt. And, you know, actions by someone like that are not easily forgivable, yeah. if at well, all. Well, it's not easy to, like, recover from that. No, I think because you put up, like, a wall around yeah. you. And, and you I feel still haven't taken down that wall completely because it's hard for me to, you know, to look, th- to look at people and to... You know, to uh, allow them into my life like that. It's a very difficult thing. I'm mm-hmm. very selective with the people I choose to spend time with, especially in a romantic sense, because I, 
it's for so difficult, and I can't think of anyone, maybe one or two people, who I would who I would do that with that I know right now. Yeah. You know, I don't even personally know people who I would let in my life like that at this moment. Yeah. Like, because it just doesn't feel right because I don't know them. You don't. You know, and yeah. it, it's just such a delicate thing for me, and I, I'm only now starting to you know, yearn for that kind of connection again. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm not focused on it. That's... You know, because I'm I'm a look, I'm living I'm gonna live my life and I'm just gonna let things happen. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I'm on my track to be successful for myself for my future. Yeah. And you you, you don't know, find love by looking for it. No, you yeah. gotta just it comes to you. it comes to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so yeah. if if it comes, it comes. Eventually it will. I don't know when. I don't really care when. Because yeah. only worry about the things you can control. If you can't control it, don't worry about it. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it. It's just when it comes, it comes. And that's that. Yeah. And I'll know it the moment I, I see it. Yeah. And that's how I'm thinking about it. But that's just my take on it. I thought about that because I'm going to, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm only just now starting it's, to, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, that's well said. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. I mean, I think it's, you know, part of love is, you know, not really related to what you said, but part of what love is, Mm -hmm. is forgiving that person no matter what. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you really love them, if you really love them, you will stick by them no matter what. And I, but the thing is, I I did that for so long and all it did Mm -hmm. was hurt me. Yeah. It's and so it's it's hard for me to do that again because you, know, like, you can love someone romantically yeah. and not really be with them right and that's and that's that's one of the hardest feelings in the world yeah. that, that's really really hard to go mm-hmm. through but it's like yeah you really just have to accept it for sure and the thing is is I think one of those thing one of the things is is like if you truly love somebody and I think I've said this before mm-hmm. and you know if if you truly love somebody you're okay with the idea that they're happy with someone else for sure. Yeah, you know, sure. and the, you know, I, yeah. I won't get too into it, but it's like you know, like it's it's important to realize that you can love someone and not be with them from afar. Yeah, from afar. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's you know, and it's it's a hor- it's, it sucks, but it's like if you really love someone, you know, let th- them be happy. Let them be happy. Yeah. yeah, I think Taylor Swift said, "If you love it, let it go," or something <laughs> like that. Or um, passenger or uh, yeah, somebody said yeah. that. But breaks like, my heart every time. Um, yeah, I mean that's it's a fresh take on love, dude. Yeah, like um, I think what you said earlier was deep, like being vulnerable with somebody. Like that's that's big. Like that's I feel like that's a deeper part of like a romantic relationship. Oh, for oh sure. yeah, it's the vulnerability. Like I feel like us. I don't think any of us. I don't know about you too, but any of us have like cried in front of like each other before. Um. I've never cried in front of you guys. And there's a reason for that, too. It's because, like, I just don't... I trust you, but I'm not at that stage of But Like, and I've only cried in front of Mark. Like, so, like, I was... Not to get too far, but I was, like, in a really bad place in my sophomore year. And, like, I remember I was sitting in the hallway with her, and I just started, like, crying for no reason. Because, like, she started crying, I started buying. And that's the first... That's like the only time I ever cried in front of her. Not, like, anybody else, really. So, that's, like, my family. You know what? It's just... You know, like, when you're vulnerable with someone, it's, like... One of the most That's beautiful deep. things, it's and like it hurts, hurt, like it really hurts, dude. Yeah. Like when but it's, I, I don't when know, it's I found myself being vulnerable with a lot of people. You know, yeah. like I, I'm comfortable with being vulnerable with, with people like I trust. Okay, well, to open up with people, and I've I've had days where I've you know I've cried in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's rare. 
I so no. do I, you remember if I ever did? So you? you almost did. Right. When it, it was me and and it was Kyle. Well, no, I think it was just me and you know. Right. <clears throat> um, you know, we saw you cry, and I remember, um, you know, it was one of those things. Like me and her kind of said to each other, we we're like, we just want to give him a hug. Yeah. We I just wanted to help you out, that. you know, and. Even she was like, I really just want to give him a hug. He needs somebody, and you know, it's so hard to to like like, to not have someone when you think you do. Yeah, because at that point in my life, I was, you know, I was, I was going through in a toxic, toxic relationship, and all I was trying to do is make it work. I gave her literally everything. I gave her everything a woman could ever want and more. You know, maybe it's not what she wanted. No, but Mm -hmm. in the end, it hurt me because I was. I, I just did everything I could do, and I never thought I was enough. Yeah. And it, it sucked, but, like, I was with y'all. I won't cry in front of you guys. I will. Yeah. You want yeah. to y'all? Like, I, I, you know, I don't. So, <laughs> but so if it comes me, to it. I, I don't really cry. So, like, I'm, like, really comfortable. Like, I'm myself. I'm a guy. So, like, yeah. for me, if I was, like, in a really bad emotional state, I don't know if I'd cry for you. But if I was, like. Well, you should like, feel comfortable like, doing I that. I feel, like, somewhat comfortable. Yeah. Like, it, like, it depends. Like, I'm not afraid of crying. Y'all. Like, if yeah. I, like, if, like, I if, it, know, if, if I get stabbed in the back of my, like, shoulder and I start crying, like, I'm not afraid <laughs> yeah. to cry. Like, yeah, 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 You know, like, but, I think like, anybody... I feel like I'm not afraid. It's just, like, I don't. You don't usually. I don't do it. I don't. It's like, it You don't prefer to. I don't prefer to. No, it only, it rarely happens. You know, and it only happens when things are, like, actually terrible. But when it happens, dude, it's like, whoa. You know? Um, I, I mean, if if you don't mind me getting a little I'll go for deep, it, go for but like, and this is a really bad trait of mine, and I'm fully willing to admit this, but like, instead of crying, I just get really, really angry, and I mean, and you guys have never really seen me like angry, angry, right. like throwing and punching shit, and like going to a really, really dark place, because I've I've had that, you know, like those thoughts of like. You know, of, of people that I really don't like, you know, and it, it's awful because I look back on it and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah. it's one of those things like, you know, I, instead of crying it out, I just like, I it's think helped, the worst right. of possible thoughts and it's like borderline demonic shit and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that, that's kind of tough, you know, man, but I, I, I genuinely feel that it's healthy to cry when when you get to that place it's so healthy just you gotta feel your feelings you know for a second you gotta be you gotta just humble yourself in that way you're human you're human like don't like i would say for me like the only times i've like really cried i guess it'd be like when it's not like when things are bad for me it'd be like one of my um mentally emotionally like i'm in a really bad place yeah and like i'm just like right so that hasn't been happening to me for like two years like so yeah two years yeah so like but like i'm like you cry like someone dies so like that but like really like emotionally like let it all right. out man yeah. like that was it, it was a yeah. change especially doing that with somebody like that was a change yeah you know? like but, i remember when i was in that really bad place that you saw me in when I when she, she did some she did some fucked up shit to me, yeah. like she was fucked up, yeah. and I I remember I cried every day that week, and I I don't cry usually unless it's something unless I either feel hopeless, or, you know, mainly it's when I feel hopeless, that I do, and what what happened was that, through that week. That's kind of the week that I got 
over that. I got over her, and that was like like that was, um, it was quick. It was it was a week, but it was a process. It was where a it was like every day I would go home, I would yeah, I'd cry and I'd take a hot bath. And yeah. just think about things, yeah. you know. And what it did for me was it was because I had neglected myself for for a long time. I had not taken care of myself. I wasn't eating. I wasn't barely sleeping. I was anxious mm-hmm. and I was stressed. And I'd never felt that in my life before. It was because of her that that would happen to me. Of, and it, yeah. and because of all the you know all of the fucked up shit that she did to me, and yeah. you know, I I think. That in that instance, it was definitely healthy to cry because cry it, that, yeah. it it helped me get over it, yeah. and it helped me realize that I don't need that kind of bullshit in my life. Yeah. And you know, it yeah. was healthy. It, yeah, I mean, I think having y'all around, like I can't thank y'all enough. You know, because here's the thing about you know the the friends that I have, y'all, is that you support me no matter what and if I ever have problems if I ever need comfort you'll come to me yeah. and comfort me as, as I will do for you yeah. and I just I so appreciate that about y'all and that's like you know we'll always pick up the phone yeah you yeah. know I mean even last night like you it. called me up and I was like alright yeah like, let's just talk yeah and I just yeah, like, there's something know. so valuable about that yeah not to go I, I think I went a little deep but like no you, you can <laughs> never really go too deep yeah, I mean it's true. like that's yeah, it's an open yeah, it's it's open, but open air. You know, yeah, like, I appreciate that. But like, and that, it's, it's a healthy way of dealing with like sure. stuff like that because I can tell mm-hmm. you. So and I won't go too far into it because I've talked about it before. And right, you know, it's just painful. Well, it's not really painful anymore to talk about. It's just it's on something like this. It's a little like for sure. You know, I don't want to. I'll get and I won't name name names or right. whatever. But like when I was going through it, you know, it I cried like one time, and it was. The day of, and it was actually in the um, mm-hmm. um, uh, driveway. Right. And I just, you know, it was in the driveway. It broke down. Well, broke down in, in front of her, you know. Oh, no. Well, yeah, I mean, she, yeah, I mean, it was. Right. But, um, and then, like, on the back porch, I remember it was about two days later, I was listening to music, and... Of all songs, It Ain't Me, Babe. Oh, no. By Joan Baez and Bob Dylan. Damn. The duets comes on, and I just hear the guitar rift, and a single tear went down my cheek, oh. and then I'm like, not gonna cry, not gonna cry, and I didn't you cry. Need, but you needed to cry. Yeah, but I neglected myself. Because, like, you need to time, not neglect yourself like but, that. Yeah, but it yeah, was man. like, you know. Yeah. I just. In that instance, you should have just let it. Well, I should have, but, it, you know, and I, I hadn't cried about it. It's not right. You know, and obviously now I'm like yeah. fine. Like I'm, yeah. you know. I remember. Yeah, you know, that reminds me. The day, the day of the breakup for me was many months after that initial week of uh, toil and despair. And yeah. what happened was, I didn't cry at all. In fact, it was the best day of my life. Yeah. Because I realized that I had my life back, yeah. and everything was in my control. And, and it, can I like say something? Oh, really for quick? sure. It's like it. every time you say that, man, it breaks my heart because. You know, it it's really sad to hear that you were real that unhappy in a relationship like that. It was that you were in something. Yeah. It, it was just it really breaks my heart that that was the happiest day for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, when, in the sense that it was out. like it, it really tells of what really yeah. happened. And it's just, it, I was blind to it for so long by trying to make it work yeah, that just, I was neglecting myself. I lost like twenty pounds 
Oh, no, wow. no freaking joke. My clothes didn't fit. That's what happened to me. Was I lost like ten pounds? And like I, I, I you know, and I, and the, the thing was like she she was controlling in every way, and to to think that you know I was in that bad place for two years of my life, I will I will be damned if that happens to me again. I am making. You see, what that taught me was to be careful. To be you know, is to be careful with that stuff and to to really put myself first because in the end the only person in this life you have is yourself yeah and you you know i i was so def- i'm i'm still defensive when it comes to life because you got to preserve number one because if you don't have number one if you if you kiss other people's feet all the time and you don't take care of yourself you're gonna put yourself in a bad place and smell like feet exactly you <laughs> smell like feet. and you want to smell like other people's feet but yeah. it just it put into perspective what I needed my priorities to be, which is me. And once you once you take care of yourself, you're gonna feel a whole hell of a lot better. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, throughout this over a year now, no. I have never been happier. happier genuinely. Yeah. And I'm at a great place in my life. I've it's like before, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just so great. And yeah, but it was bad. <laughs> It was pretty damn bad, but... But you're over it now. You're oh, good I've, now. Yeah, I've you're been... I, I got over it that one week back in November. It was and nice. we split in, like, February. It was, we split on Valentine's Day. Wow. <laughs> that, that was the sad. happiest... That was the happiest day of my goddamn life. I took my help myself home, and I was like, you and me. Me and me. And the bottle I literally... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and my help. Me and my help. I'm gonna beat my what, what, what really like helps me money. <laughs> <laughs> Abuse it, dude. But, like, well, literally, the thing I did that was like more of a symbolic thing was that night I went home and I gathered up all the shit that she'd given me. I put it in a big trash bag and I put it by the street. Damn. This, man, this is deep, dude. Not this. That's like. God, that breaks my heart. Not I, like I you, understand. not you getting out the relationship breaks. Or it's like you like having like that happiest moment. Right. It's the end of that. It's like damn. I called up yeah. all my friends and was like, "I'm free." Uh, but at the same time, like I'm happy because I'm like, you got out of that shit. Yeah, you? but like yeah, for two were... years, I was just it was nasty. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I can hardly like I was talking to Andy on the phone last night. I could I could barely remember her name for like a minute. You know. Oh, yeah. And that, again, that really, really just breaks my heart because of the fact that that shows how fucked up that It was fucked up, dude. I tried to block it from my memory. Like, it's that bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got of fucked up, but... <laughs> again, breaks my heart. Um, uh, yeah, I... But, you know, in the, in the end, it... It was... I, I don't think I would have changed anything because it taught me so much. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It taught me what to avoid it taught me not to go too heavy into something you know and oh. and not to let that's so early too and you know not to settle for anything less than what you actually deserve which is the best you can get you know don't never accept anything less than you know the best for yourself good man that's, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that deep yeah, dude, this is a, you get this deep. is good. Yeah, I mean that's the this thing that this what this show's all about. Yeah, like we all got deep, man. Yeah. Y'all got anything more to add? Um, just 
no, I don't, I don't think I have anything else to add. Okay. I guess to say, like, love is beautiful and, like, tragic at the same time, you know? It's yeah. true, man. It's true. Right on, dude. Solid talk, boys. Oh, solid yeah. talk, solid, solid talk. talk. Let's, uh, let's move into our, uh, our dude in our moment. Dude in our moment. Our, our dude in our moment. Andy, who is your dude of the week? So... Let me think about this for a minute. You guys go first. Cause, like, I, have, I have two people in mind. Kyle, do you have a dude of the week? Get off your phone. Get off your phone. I am getting an important phone call. Phone call. I'll be right back. All right. And then, all right I'll fill in. So, your dude of the my week? dude of the week will probably be the guy I worked for right before uh, um, right before Ed. Ed. Which his name is... Uh, uh, what's his face? Kyle and I saw him, we were driving. Um, <laughs> Pete Sorensen. Shout out to him, he was a freaking uh, legend, dude. Yeah. Um, you know, biggest house in Glenmore, dude. dude. Freaking, you know, Sick. giving me some fat tips, dude. Just a legend, he, he loved my work, because him and his wife were just awesome people to work for. Really chill, really great, mm-hmm. you know. Shout out to them, dude, freaking legends, you know. Who's your dude of the week? Uh, so, you guys probably don't know who this is. And I don't think anyone listening probably knows who this is. If you do, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is actually a voice actress for a game that I'm really into. And, you know, it. the reason I say that is because... Um, watching her videos like during quarantine especially like last year really got me through like a lot of hard times and like made me smile right on and you know it you know how like people form all these like attachments to, like celebrities and really mm-hmm. famous people it's like I never really got that yeah. until this because it was like you know it seemed like a genuine like person and it was something that like I was really into and you know it was really really neat to see like so much like love and care coming from like a single person and it was genuine that's awesome you know i don't know like it's... i dig it man kyle who's your dude of the week um we we both met him at one point so remember we were leaving dicks we met guy in the picking picking up truck like drove by us he's like mr lee oh yeah so and he didn't meet him so i my old boss mr bull and i used to do like errands for him so my brother. Oh, my brother playing. Uh, he lost computer. his battle royale. <laughs> I, he was my old boss. I used to work from like middle school. And what I'd do is like he would fix up like these old Model T cars, and I'd just run errands for him throughout the nice. day. Like, <laughs> so like I'd help him out with the cars, and so I'd get some oil. And then I'd be like, "Hey, my neighbor needs neighbor want to give me a sandwich. Go give me a sandwich, boy." It's like I got you, boss. Nah, and over there again, go give me a sandwich, boy. He's a nice guy. With the church awesome, thing. He's awesome. he's amazing. Like great pianist, by the way. Like, oh, right like great guy like I would say his moment week cause he really like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> your brother's struggling <laughs> I'll be right back alright you um, guys keep talking right. but yeah yeah that's awesome dude mm-hmm. alright uh what was your moment of the week this week my moment of the week um Honestly, like, just this whole weekend in general, because I've just been, like, spending time with everybody. That's awesome, know? dude. Like, spending time with my girlfriend, spending time with y'all this Sunday. All right. It's to come to end, because some text messages. Mm-mm. All right. Quickly, my... 
My uh, my moment of the week. What? My moment of the week is um finishing up that job for that dickhead <laughs> and wanting to shoot his windows out because I was sick of his shit. Yeah, we were at a gun shop, man. You could have got some. I really could have. But anyway, um, that's my Andy. What was your moment of the week? Oh, <laughs> uh, let me think about this. <laughs> I'm slapping the dick. It's an interesting way to describe somebody. Oh, um, absolutely. Going to George Mason. Nice. Going to be able to tour it. I mean, there's not really a whole lot to talk about. It was just going around the campus. Um, you know, I'm gonna commit. Hopefully tonight or sometime next week. But, um, you know, it was, it was fun. I mean, it was just. It wasn't like the most intense look at the campus because we didn't really go inside. Yeah. It was mostly just outside, but it was. It's a nice campus. It's awesome. Get another phone call. Yeah. Right. Mom. Well, um, in that case, thank you all for listening to this uh, extra long um, Almost two podcast. Um, oh, stay stoked. Yeah. Be good. See y'all later. I'm on the way now.